playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Radical Latino is taking you to another level. Welcome back, my people. Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino. What is popping, my people? I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, I hope it wasn't getting too crazy. It's getting cold out there. It's insane. You know what I'm saying? So you already know the snow is about to start coming. So just uh, for the people in the East Coast, like myself, um, we got to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But um, how 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 was your week been? You know what I mean. Um, my week's been crazy. Um, you know, here and there, here and there. Um, a big shout out to my cousin. He listens to the podcast. Big shout out to him. Happy birthday to you, homie. Um, you know, we celebrated his birthday and shit. So you know, shout out, shout out to you. Um, for the, uh, just just one thing, real quick. Uh, don't ever, 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 ever try vegan cake. That's all I gotta say. So shout out to you, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, that vegan cake, man. Um, I want to give you guys, uh, I want to give you guys a few updates on what's going, uh, like you know about about me or whatever the case is, what's going on and all that. Um, first of all, I'm gonna start doing some, you know, Instagram lives every Saturday. I'm gonna see if I could try to do that. Um, at least at night, like around 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern. You know, I'm gonna see if I could try to do that. Try to go live every Saturday. And, you know, so I could talk to people, you know, on, on my Instagram. So if you guys are listening and you guys are not listening, um, and you're not, I mean, you're not following me on Instagram, I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all fucking up. Go follow me on my Instagram because I'm going to start going live and I'm going to start, you know, talking about things that pertain, uh, you know, to us and all that. And, you know, just extra content for, 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 for my people out there. And, um, mind you, there's going to be every Saturday. So you guys have a whole day to either watch it or whatever until it disappears. You know what I'm saying? Um, first of all, a huge shout out to Brujo. I actually um, interviewed Brujo uh, a couple of episodes ago. You know what I'm saying? So a big shout out to him. He uh, has been like everybody else, every other person who goes against white supremacy, who exposes white supremacy. We've always been targeted by these big social media companies like Facebook. You know, they call them Fedbook. Instagram, the same thing associated with Facebook, you know, they got bought out and all that. So they want to silence our voices. They want to silence us from actually speaking out. You know what I'm saying? The, so the thing is, Brujo, he, he's a type to actually go out and start exposing these people left and right, you know? And since they took out his page to the point where he got another page up, and that shit got taken down like less than a couple of hours. You know, it sends a message. It sends that um, 
the the part where the part where people don't like the hate people who want to speak out against white supremacy is not welcome so that that means the opposite must be true that white supremacy is welcome you know what i'm saying so you know we we gotta really we gotta really figure out you know where, where we stand and stuff because in, in the end of the day we us we don't have a social media of our own you know black and latin people we don't have our own social media you know what i'm saying we're basically reliant on the dominant society you feel me we're pretty much relying on the dominant society um so brujo actually has a twitter so i'm gonna actually link it in the bottom and uh i'm you know i'm gonna link it in the bottom so you guys can follow him or whatever the case is and you know big shout out to brujo you know he goes on twitter brujo um catracho brujo you know so shout out to him you know he's a family and before before all of that i want to give a huge shout out to all my ig twitter and youtube family i want to give a huge shout out to chaotic limited this brother sends me literally every new everything that i talk about every topic and news coverage either I get it from him or he gives me more information. So a huge shout out to him. Also, um, remember guys, you guys could, you know, hit me up at any time on, you know, on my DMS, you know what I'm saying? So remember that. So another big shout out to the richness, you know, she, uh, always, uh, is working out and, 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 uh, tagging me on, uh, on her, on her story. So big shout out to her, you know, she's a listener. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about actually incorporating her in one of the episodes that I'm planning on doing. So if you're listening to this, you know, let, just let me know if you're cool with that. If not, then just give me some background details that you already know me and you already spoke on, you know, on the DMS and all that, you know what I'm saying? So also another big shout out to real Pfizer. So, you know, she's, she's another homie, you know what I mean? Um, big shout out to her. Remember all the names I'm going to be, you know, dropping out here. You guys could go into the into the thing down below and just type in their name. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you know, big shout out to these people. Also, a huge, a huge, a huge shout out to my Twitter family, to my to all my Twitter family, like Herculean Karate. You know, big shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, me, me and him, we, 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 you know. We got it. We, 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 we're in the same page. You know what I'm saying? So another shout out to Chakra Sandy, you know, big shout out to her. Um, another one that I interviewed actually a big shout out to Suede Santoro, you know, big shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, I actually interviewed them and he, he's supposed to be interviewing. I'm supposed to be interviewing him for the documentary that I'm doing. So, you know, hit me back up, bro. You know what I'm saying? So. Huge shout out to my Twitter family. Also for my YouTube family, Dominican TV language, shout out to her, you know, also Viva Bella by Extina, shout out to her. You know, you guys could go remember just type in their names or copy and paste that shit. Another one, truth teacher, 2007, shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? They remember you guys could go follow them. You know what I mean? And, and another shout out to Barony moon. You know what I mean? Um, she's starting off putting up a lot of content, very interesting content. So, you know, 
So these are all the people that I interact with almost on a daily or every other day. You know, big shout out to these people. Also, before I forget, a huge shout out to Burr Martinez and all her family. Um, you know, Burr gang, 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 gang. You know, she the homie. Um, shout out to Burr because she said that her daughter, you know, listens to me and I'm very informative. So that's a lot of pressure on me. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you and your family. They can hit me up at any time if they want me to explain anything. You know, shout out, you know, to her and all that. Um, they got wonderful content. They are individuals who actually are out here, you know, putting out information. Mind you, we have to start learning to not trust the mainstream media so much because they're there. Unfortunately, they're there to throw in a certain narrative and a certain way on viewing certain things. We have to start looking into alternative medias. For example, me and all the people that I named, you know what I'm saying? Because a news coverage could say one thing, but other coverages could say something else and people have connections to the streets and they could say something else and you just get all the information and, and you could weed out the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So big shout out to all my people. Also all the listeners, the new listeners. I just, I just, um, I just hit 2,500 downloads on my podcast. So big shout out to everybody. You know, from all from the United States to Mexico to South America, Dominican Republic. Big shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, again, a couple of updates on everything. Um, I want to give some, you know, first of all, I want to give some tech talk, right? You know, some tech talk. You know, I'm a tech head myself. You feel what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm much of a tech head myself. You know what I mean? So... Um, the Apple unveiled, Apple unveiled, uh, a new MacBook pro 16 inch. Now this is the funny thing. Um, I, when I was going to get my computer, you know, I was basically going to say, should I replace my MacBook pro the one that I got, but it was like a 2012 model, you know, or should I get a new MacBook pro? The reason why. I withheld getting a new MacBook Pro is because it has that ugly ass touch bar. I hate that shit. That touch bar on top, I hate that shit with the passion. On top of that, they make those laptops so hard to physically customize. Older laptops, other models, you could easily open it up replace RAM whenever you want to, uh, take the hard drive out, put a new one in, get the battery out and all that other stuff. Apple has made it more difficult, more difficult and more difficult as years go on. Now, since 2015 to last year's models, Apple did something very sneaky. They started to solder in the RAMs, which means this is not gluing in. It's basically you have you guys. So I could put it in layman's terms. Have you guys seen welding when uh, people weld in steel together? 
that's basically what it is they they weld they weld the ram in and why is ram important depending on how many gigs you have of ram is depending how many things you could have opened up in the same time if you're a real power user you know what i'm saying if you're just opening up your laptop to download certain things watch youtube videos and check emails don't worry about none of the shit that i'm talking about you could you could survive with the eight gigs of ram that you got but if people are doing video editing researching downloading other videos and rendering files at all at the same time you're gonna need more than eight gig you know you need 16 or 32 gigs of ram you need all that multitasking ram that you need you know what i'm saying because the main reason why i even got the computer that i got is because i'm able to put in four sticks of ram that's the reason why i got 48 gigs of ram on my computer and i made sure when i bought this computer it was maxed out with the uh, latest graphics uh you know three terabytes the pro uh, the the gpu itself needs to be you know top notch so i made sure of that but the thing is with the with Mac, with the with the older macbooks they were uh apple started to solder in you know the ram then they started to glue down all the all the batteries and also it was making it harder for you to access the the motherboard every generation because they will do sneaky shit like invent a new screw and all this other bullshit you know what i'm saying so they were making it harder to the point where since 2015 apple introduced this new mechanism for their macbook pros called the butterfly keyboards a lot of people really don't know what it you know that they have it all the models from 2015 all the way to last year's models have the butterfly keyboard now why is that an issue the reason is that's an issue is because multiple things will happen the whole keyboard will suddenly for some reason die out that's one the huge issue it won't be responsive another issue um every keystroke that you would put will come out as you know double or triple or not respond at all another thing that will happen um because they went from the scissor mechanism to the butterfly mechanism um another thing that will happen is dust and little debris of anything that you know you would eat would just you know so happen to be easily go into those crevices and spaces to the point where they would just damage some of these keys like you know weirdly to the point where it took them last year to actually admit that something went wrong it took them last year to admit something went wrong and the thing is that every lap every macbook pro with the butterfly keyboard were on apple's keyboard replacement program even the newer ones right when they were released they were automatically put in the keyboard replacement program and this was last year when apple i believe it was last year when last year when apple actually admitted that they, they this is a bad design and all this other stuff so the thing is the macbook pro right took away the butterfly keyboard and replace it back with the old scissor mechanism so so far so good you know what i'm saying so far so good 
Um, the other thing that they did, they made it a little thicker. Um, meaning that they, their fan speeds could speed up a little bit more faster now. And because it's more thicker, you have more space. With more space, you actually have more airflow, which means no more GPU um, internal throttling because the older generations, they will have this, uh, this uh, effect where it will internal throttle and it will either crash every other time, every other, like, you know, randomly because some of the chips will get, you know, throttled so much because of heat and bad circulation that some of the chips will talk to one another and just, it would just crash. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it was something insane. So they, um, some software patches fixed it, but not all the way. So that's, that's fixing that. Um, also they put a huge battery in this shit. So, you know, the Apple is doing that thing. You know, Apple is doing that thing. Um, I am very, a big, uh, I'm a big component on the whole right to repair program. You know what I'm saying? Cause back in the day I used to fix computers. I'm not saying I used to solder some chips, but I used to open them up, do whatever, whatever with them, fix a couple of screens here and then all that other shit. Um, I still got all my tools and all that whenever I do want to start back up again, but I used to do that shit, you know, get some money here and there, but Apple, I've seen that it's been, they've been going up and beyond just trying to stop those type of, um, individuals who want to go into the right of repair business or who want to actually buy a product, which is theirs. And they're making it difficult to, for people to get schematics parts and all this other shit just to repair the product that they have because Apple wants them to go through Apple. You know, it's kind of fucked up, but at least Apple is listening to some of the complaints and they're fixing it. I don't know how easy this new MacBook Pro 16 inches, but to, you know, to repair, I don't know how easy, but at least, at least they're, they're hopefully they're swinging the good way. You know what I'm saying? Now on another side of tech news, um, Disney plus was released this week and oh my baby, Jesus Christ. Did I get excited off of it? Yes, I did. Um, right when it got released, I went and got the first week trial from it, which I really don't care because I was going to buy the shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, it has a lot of content. It has a lot of content. I don't know. I might show my age right now, but it has a lot of content and I re I was I just, I don't know, just researching some shows that they had. Disney plus literally has every show that you either grow up on or seen here and there or want to see again. They have literally everything. They had the old X-Men, you know, when Wolverine is wearing yellow, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they got the old uh, Spider-Man on that shit. Uh, they got, um, you know, spider blood and you know, that shit is crazy. Hot. Uh, they got Chippendale, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles. Yo, I was 
I was feeling so nostalgic. I don't know if I'm probably showing my age now, but I was feeling so nostalgic. I was like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? And they got movies that already came out in theaters. You know, they got, they got like Dumbo. They got, uh, Lady in the Tramp didn't come out in theaters, but they got, you know, Lady in the Tramp and all that. And I believe they're going to start, uh, they're going to put, you know, Lion King and stuff. So now this is the thing. Is Disney Plus worth it? For me, I'm going to say yes, because, you know, I'm a bit of a geek. And that nostalgia feeling kind of, you know, got, got me head over heels for it. And I'm literally watching every episode of X-Men Spider-Man. Um, what else? Darkwing Duck, you know what I'm saying? Gargoyles. I'm watching literally every episode of that, and even watching some of the new stuff like the Jeff Goldblum one, the Mandalorian. I'm not into Star Wars, but for some reason, that Mandalorian yo, show, that shit is fire. And it doesn't feel like a show. That Mandalorian show feels like it's a legit movie. And I'm not into Star Wars whatsoever. But the shit feels like a legit, legit movie. Like there's, they didn't, they didn't take no stops. I'm dead serious. There's no stops on that shit. Like the, the, the shit looked like, it looked like it came from the movie straight up. And you know what I'm saying? Like this shit looks, it doesn't look cheap. You know what I'm saying? How some of these movie, I mean, some of these TV shows that's with uh, like the flash, it, it looked all right, but it looks kind of cheesy. It doesn't seem like they they did all of that. They they were like they went all out, and they were like fuck it, we're gonna make this shit like a fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? The shit is the shit is tough. Now, some people might not think it's worth it. Now I'm a, I'm gonna agree a little bit. It might not be worth it to me. It is if you're you know part of the nostalgic type of thing and you want to watch you know uh aladdin one more time or the nightmare before christmas one more time go right ahead some content some i'm gonna say some are not available yet because you know licensing deals uh certain things is coming on later you know what i'm saying but if you guys are waiting either for all marvel and all star wars and more original content then I would suggest wait around mid 2020 and early 2021. That's when the floodgates open and all this new content is going to be coming in with Marvel phase uh, five, I guess, or whatever star Wars, all original new content, everything, everything, everything is going to be rushing in. So if you guys want to wait like that, then go right ahead and wait. And you know, get the free trial. And if you guys like it, go right ahead. Now I see this Disney plus as a direct competitor to Netflix, obviously, right? Everybody's thinking about that. Everybody's saying that they're like, yo, what is Netflix thinking? What is Netflix going to do? It's a, uh, is this like the, is Disney plus going to blockbuster Netflix? And the thing is, I think that if Netflix focuses on more with original content you know what i'm saying uh they should at least have a good chance because they're doing some good shit they got um the space within the shadow of the moon that was a movie that shit was tough they have uh 
the American Sun. That shit was tough. I was writing that shit off. My shorty was like, nah, let's watch American Sun. That shit was tough. They they got raising Dion, Dion or whatever. That shit is tough. So more original content. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, this is the thing with Netflix that a lot of people don't understand with Disney with, with the power. Disney has a lot of original IPs. With a lot of original IPs, you got uh, Disney could literally milk those same IPs multiple, multiple, multiple times from reboots to offshoots to prequels. Look what they're doing with Star Wars. Damn near they have every other movie for every other character. You know what I'm saying? The character doesn't even have to be that interesting. They just will make a, either a movie or a show of the of some random alien dude just playing the flute. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing with, with Disney. They have a lot. They have a massive stronghold with original IPs that they could literally do anything with any. They could do anything with anything. You know, Netflix doesn't have that. Netflix doesn't have that. They either rely on other people making shit. Or they're making their own or whatever the case is and whatever sticks sticks. You know what I'm saying? Netflix needs an original IP. Like look at Sony. Sony is failing. Sony is having rumors that Apple might buy out Sony uh, movie studios because Sony movie studios is being held up by Spider-Man. All their other movies and all the originals, all the original shit is basura. That shit's trash. They're bleeding money. The only one, that's why they have a strong hold on Spider-Man because that's the only cash cow that they got so far. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if Spider-Man's done right, but they have a strong hold on Spider-Man and that's the only thing keeping them up afloat. So that's an example right there. Netflix doesn't have an original IP and I believe if they did they'll you know go on and you know and and do some some great shit now are is some of these original contents original IPs like stranger things and all that uh maybe uh, you could say that but the thing is with some original IPs they have they don't have that it factor that cult following you know, you don't really see a lot of people walking around, uh, you know, quoting Stranger Things bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It, it hasn't grown from inception. You know what I'm saying? So that I don't, I don't really see all of that. You know what I mean? Um, but that's what Netflix needs. Netflix needs an original IP, and it's gonna, it's gonna take a while. You know for netflix to go you know under if that's the case because they're going to try to fight back it's going to take a while but the thing is netflix is bleeding a lot of money to even get these i even to get these contents acquired they're bleeding a lot of money this whole uh monthly subscription service it's a good concept but badly executed because it doesn't hold any value with these streaming services. You know what I'm saying for, you know, monetarily speaking, you know, you you're paying a monthly fee and you could literally watch anything that you want 
for a monthly fee and each one of those things costs money to produce so how are you recouping how how are you really recouping you know what i'm saying a lot of people haven't figured out this whole streaming thing because it's, it's something new the music industry is trying to figure that out right now you know how do you equate a stream you know how do how is a stream tangible you know what i'm saying to the point where the music industry had to go and say if uh if one song is streamed in multiple places a million times that's considered like one sale you know what i'm saying so they're trying to figure this shit out they're trying to figure this shit out but you know shout out to you know disney plus and also one thing which is kind of funny disney plus said the first day that they that when they came out the first day they got a million users i'm sorry no no, no i read it wrong <laughs> sorry the first day that it came out they had 10 million users that gives me great insight because now i know why their servers couldn't handle the the the, the whole load of people going in there at once because my shit kept on crashing literally my shit kept on crashing a lot of people were having trouble going in there day one you know what i'm saying and the way i was thinking about it is listen if you guys have this service already you guys have to have service already equipped to handle the traffic 10 million people come on you guys should already knew this shit was gonna happen you know what i'm saying but you know shout out to disney you know i i'm getting it and i'm gonna i'm what I'm going to plan, plan on doing, I'm going to plan on uh, cutting off Amazon Prime and stick with Disney. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully, I'm going to keep both, you know, Disney and Netflix and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to something else that happened this week. I put out a video on Tariq Nasheed titled, Tariq Nasheed is a fake ADOS and FBA. And the dislikes, oh my God god the dislikes jesus fucking christ it's like i fucking went at jesus for you motherfuckers like god damn i didn't even badmouth the dude i didn't say anything racist i didn't do shit all i all i did was call out his bullshit that's all i did that's all i did i just called out his bullshit some of the shit that doesn't make sense and the comments mind your business go back to mexico you know immigration this and i'm like god damn he has a lot of sheeps are y'all fucking kidding me are y'all really that serious i in the beginning of the video i even said if i'm wrong please correct me but this is just my opinion just like Tariq has his own opinions this is my opinion i'm calling out some of his bullshit because he's going through this whole fundamental uh, fund uh foundational black american shit but yet he has a history of going against black people who will call themselves american call them all type of coons and clown them and shit come on bro come on that's that that's wow hypocritical and i'm just pointing that out i'm like listen this doesn't make any sense because of this this and this and this i have 
I still have huge respects for him and I wish him all the best, but some of the shit doesn't make sense. And I get, I got dogged out. Jesus Christ. It's like I went out in like in the field and shit and shot a puppy. Like, God damn. Shit. I like I was indoctrinated too. You know what I'm saying? I just call, I just saw a lot of all I'm saying is listen, what Nelly Fuller said, which was actually really interesting because he came out with something like this recently. He said, don't get drunk over personalities. And that's what a lot of you people are. You guys are being drunk, getting drunk over personalities. And that's something that's extremely dangerous. A motherfucker could literally just say, oh, this and this and this and that and that. And y'all would just fucking believe it without questioning the dude. Are you serious? What's part of being woke? Is being woke uh, following somebody blindly? Or is being woke actually knowing stuff and thinking for yourself that other people don't know and opening that third eye, decalcify your pineal gland. You know what I'm saying? Like, which one is it? Which one is it? Cause now I'm confused. Are y'all motherfuckers woke or y'all just sheep? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I the only one thinking for myself? Like, come on, man. So that's all I gotta say, you know what I mean? And also I wanna, I wanna give a, 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 a update on my documentary. So I'm still getting, you know, uh, people to, rec uh, to, uh, interview. I'm still getting people on that. Um, it's coming out great. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I overestimated this whole thing. I really did not know this whole thing was going to take this long, but you know what? I, w I wasn't expecting to have any time period and, and I really didn't care. You know what I'm saying? So the way I see it, um, I'll give you guys a time period once it's around 50% complete. Um, you know, again, for those who might be new to this, uh, podcast, I'm doing a documentary based on the, the situation, not the situation, but the history and the condition between Dominican Republic and Haiti and why the people are the way they are. It's going to be a four part mini documentary. That's going to be free on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be free on YouTube. And right now, um, I went literally, I went through four or five, uh, graphic designers just to give me a logo and a movie poster. And I went through five of them. You know what I'm saying? I went through five of them. One of them didn't, didn't, um, match up to what I wanted. Somebody else wanted like some scam. He was doing some scammy shit. Another person wanted money up front without me um, seeing some work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't work like that. I don't work like that. One person almost got the job, but never wrote back to, um, to the deadline that I put in. You know what I'm saying? Another, another person wrote back, but never wrote back again. Like, uh, yo, I y'all, you, y'all want to work? Like what's going on? You know what I'm saying? 
So if anybody out there in the community who is good with graphic design, who could make me a logo and a move, a digital movie poster, just yo, holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Holla at me. Got y'all get my email and all that, you know, hit me up on the DMS. I literally got my whole Twitter and Instagram blasted all over the place. You know, radical underscore Latino underscore. On Twitter and Instagram, they're both at the same name. I always say this shit. You know what I'm saying? So just hit me up and I'll, you know, definitely, I'll definitely compensate y'all. You know what I'm saying? But uh, mind you, I'm paying out of pocket for this, all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on, man. Like, I, I wanna, I, I want some good shit. I just need people to, you know, be more consistent. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, moving on to our first topic, right there. That's a long ass fucking update. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to our first topic, right? Um, B- Mayor Bloomberg, right? Mayor Bloomberg, that fucking cocksucker. Mayor Bloomberg, he apologized for stop and frisk. Holy shit. I can't believe it. Now, why would that little dick bastard uh, apologize for stop and frisk? Why in the world would he apologize for stop and motherfucking frisk? Now, he is actually, remember guys, he's been a mayor in New York City for three terms some of you guys are wondering how in the fuck can you be a mayor three times yo my man literally flip-flop from being a republican to be a democrat and being independent you know what i'm saying he won three times and as i always said again white supremacy plays both sides white supremacy is left and right you know what i'm saying there's no difference only difference is how they want to mistreat you. So what stop and frisk is, was something that Mayor um, Kakadeyema Bloomberg, right? Implemented in New York City. And what the ruling was that cops have the right to legally stop anybody and frisk them if they find it probable, if they have probable cause. Now, what will give a cop probable cause? It was up to the cop's discretion. It was up to the cop's discretion if they have probable cause or not. Now, you would have to think, what would give a cop probable cause to fucking search you well my dear little listeners i actually got the link down below this is a washington post article that i got you guys literally could go to the link down below and you guys could read the article now i'm gonna go all the way down to where they have a little map of new york city they have everything color coordinated 
and the lighter blue is no stops right nobody got stopped there the darker reds everybody got stopped right everybody got stopped and you know from from the bottom darker red and the light blue anything in between anything in between even darker to darker red you know mad people got stopped now this is very very interesting right on this map i want to just i want to focus on parts of the bronx like few parts of new york uh, of manhattan one part of staten island and queens of brooklyn right now the bronx is on top on uh, the the top 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 right right above manhattan if you look right on the left hand side of the bronx is light blue that's riverdale believe it or not that's riverdale so either nobody or a few people got stopped there because that's all jewish people up there you know what i'm saying in the middle of the bronx that's where little jamaica is and you know and all that and you go lower 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 that's where hunts point third Ave. that's the south bronx everybody and their mother got stopped right now you go to manhattan the northern part which connects to the bronx that's washington heights everybody got stopped there lower than that it's all harlem a little bit light blue you know but then it gets darker and then it gets lighter again so you already see the divide it gets lighter 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 right it gets really light 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 there's only one part in the middle of manhattan that it's like maroon red and that's usually times square times square herald square around there that's when almost everybody goes that's where new york is basically like when you're kids or whatever they go to to work or whatever the case is so you could have some trouble around there or whatever the case is but that's you know what it is but look from upper manhattan all the way down next to central park it's all either maroon red light blue or just maroon that's that's harlem and spanish harlem people that's all where we live black and latin folks you go down to staten island the first thing you see it's red then you see gray basically i believe that's like no color and then light blue the first place on red is staten island that's where all the black and Latin people live the same thing with brooklyn and queens brooklyn and queens are all over the place they're all over the place maroon and all that other crazy shit but very funny all the way down from brooklyn and queens is long island city well long island actually long island and that's light blue so like nobody got stopped there right now you go up from that map and you see it says nypd stops by race from 2004 to 2012 52% of stops were black. 52%. 31% were Latinos. We're not that far off from 31%. Not that far off. Then only 10% were white. That means they had to, they really called out. They really had to like do something. 8% for some reason is other. 
I don't know what you would do to qualify other I'm gonna say Asian um, Middle Eastern or something like that but it even breaks it down all the way you know what I'm saying New York City demographics and, and stops by race 31 uh, Latinos uh, 53 black you know what I'm saying so you just go down go down and then all the way down which I found extremely interesting was NYPD's low yield you know what I'm saying so basically for black people 2.3 million black people got stopped 2.3 million and for Latin people 1.4 million we're not that far off my my mi gente we're not that far off from 2.3 million to 1.4 million what is that telling you well we're 1 million shy we're not that far off we are not that far off from black folks we live in the north and all that but guess what these cops they targeted us by race and they saw and they saw exactly what it was and they treated us as, as such now for white <laughs> listen remember we went from millions right white people they didn't even get half a million they got four hundred and thirty-five thousand. white people got four hundred and thirty-five thousand. now these are the white people that they were like out here you know really doing shit you know what i'm saying but that tells you something very interesting right that has to tell you something very interesting now what does that tell you because when remember when stop and frisk got introduced stop and frisk got introduced as something good for the city something good for the community so you mean to tell me targeting certain groups of people based on where they live based on you know race ethnicity and all that i'm going to target them and the majority of the stops didn't result to any arrest from that million stops literally maybe maybe a few you know a couple like fifty thousand resulted into arrest but it mainly targeted black and latin people there are officers out here that i played previously on this podcast suing the city because they told them to target black and latin people because those are the offenders go into their neighborhoods and target them you're not supposed to go in there and enforce anything you're supposed to target this is what these officers are telling these uh, these other higher ranking officers are telling these officers this is what they're telling them now are you guys surprised that some of these kids are growing up not liking the police and all that come on there's a reason for everything it's a reason for everything but mayor bloomberg well former you know former mayor bloomberg he apologized and i got the clip right here 
Wrapped up here in New York, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg spoke at a New York church uh, Sunday morning. He apologized for his stop and frisk policy during his time as mayor. Let's take a listen to that. I got something important wrong. I got something important really wrong. I didn't understand that back then, the full impact that stocks were having on the black and Latino communities. I was totally focused on saving lives, but as we know, good intentions aren't good enough. Now, I'm gonna say, go fuck yourself and eat a dick. You put that rule out there intentionally. Let's keep that real. He knew exactly who he was targeting and exactly what he was doing to the point where the Justice Department had to step in. The Justice Department, the District Court Justice Department had to step in and say that this law was unconstitutional because it was affecting black and Latin people. You heard it yourself. I didn't know the effects that would have with black and Latino. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you did. Because you saw us as the threat. Let's keep it real. Michael Bloomberg saw us as the threat. And all those other racist cops who targeted us saw us as the threat too. Let's not get that shit twisted, mi gente. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly how it always is. They see us as the threat. They see us as undesirables. They see us as something that aren't supposed to be here. We're just here because they allow us to be here. And if we get uppity at any point, they have no problem of telling us or putting us back in our place. This is something we gotta keep it real. We gotta keep it real. This is what it is. This is what it is. So now he's apologizing. Now you're going to have to wonder why did he just wake up one day? Did he just wake up and say, yo, you know what? I really fucked up. Yo, this is some crazy shit. I'm sorry, man. You know what? I had a change of heart. I had a change of heart and I fucked up. No, not at all. He wants to pander to our community. Why? Because he said it himself. He has plans for running for presidency. Now, the fact that this racist fuck did this in our community, why would he not run for president? Why would he not want to disenfranchise and fuck up other people's lives? Stop and frisk. That was just the beginning. What you think is going to happen next? What do you think is going to happen next? You know, at any point they could just come into our house. Fuck the fourth amendment. At any moment they could just come into our house and just search us. Whenever they feel like it, hey, you live in a neighborhood where there's is crime ridden, might as well. Or you're black and Latin, fuck it, might as well. You know that that law, stop and frisk, I got so used to that shit 
that I will literally carry my ID just to go out to the store. I had money in one hand, keys, and on my other, I had my ID. Why? Because whenever cops will stop you and frisk you, they will ask you the first thing. Where do you live? Do you have ID? You know what I'm saying? I got so used to it. Listen, I remember I got stopped 13 times. No lie. I got stopped 13 times in one week. And one of those times I got beat up by the police. My man got an ACG boot right in my face and all that because I didn't so-called comply. You know what I'm saying? So all of that shit, all of that shit just, just tells you that we live in a system of white supremacy. Regardless how you want to say it, show it, mask it on, put little cute uh, little uh, words into it. We live in a system of white supremacy. The fact that they can make laws and then these chiefs of police are deliberately, deliberately mishandling our constitutional rights just because we are not white tells you something. It tells you that we live in a system of white supremacy. The fact that they can literally make it a police state tells you we live in a system of white supremacy. All these other white supremacists like Alex Jones, all these little conspiracy little fucks, they always talk about, oh, the police state, the police state. They will literally, at a drop of a hat, go up against the government real quick. But with us, they're all for that flag. You know what I'm saying? We were really being targeted from the police state. And we were told to shut up and just take it. And now you got Donald Trump when he was running for his first campaign, talking about he would bring stop and frisk back because it was something good that was happening. And he would do that in a federal level. How crazy is that? And Donald Trump is not a racist, right? Donald Trump is not a racist whatsoever. Vote for me. What would you lose? How crazy is that? A lot of people forgot that Donald Trump pardoned the Arizona um, sheriff for violating Latin people's constitutional rights. A lot of people forgot that. He pardoned that dude. The judge in that state said, if you continue to violate Latin people's constitutional rights, if they're immigrants or if they're not immigrants, you will be arrested. Donald Trump said, no problem. You continue on doing that shit. I'm a part in you. Don't worry about it. You're my guy. That tells you something. That tells you that we live in a system of white supremacy. We are not supposed to be walking around here, kaka and kiki and thinking everything's all good. No. This should be a constant reminder in the system that we live in and how they view us. Regardless and how light our Latin people are, regardless what color our eyes are, white supremacists just see one thing, an other. 
You just so happen to be wearing our skin, but we know who you are. You got ethnicity written all over your face. You just so happen to be light skin. So what? You still on other to us. You know what I'm saying? That's what white supremacy sees you as. Because if you went to New York on those days, you'll see a bunch of light skinned Latin people getting hemmed up by the police. Their skin color didn't help them out. They were in the same jail cells that same day. So all that other shit about whole all Latin people, we 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 should uproot our Spaniard heritage. Suck a dick. No. No, 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 no. Because just because whatever we think in our mind will not resonate in real world benefits the same way how the u.s when they won the war against mexico mexico wondered why what what would happen with our mexican citizens on the other side once you draw that line and say welcome to the u.s of a what will happen they said nothing will happen they just will be right there the mexican government said we want our people protected how would you do that? And they hatched up a very genius scheme. They said, if all Latin people from that side that's called United States right now are classified as white on the census, they will get benefits because on the census, it was only two races, black and white. That's it. You guys could look this up. There was only two races, black and white. And the U, uh, the, the Mexico uh, people, they said, all right, cool, we'll do that. But guess what? That never resulted into real world benefits. Mexicans still got lynched. Mexicans still got harassed during the border. Mexicans still got um, chemicals uh, sprayed on them. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I shouldn't even say Mexicans. I should say Latin people because to white supremacists, all Latin people are Mexican. Latin people got shitted on. There was signs out there that said no dogs, Negroes, or Mexicans allowed. During the sundown town laws, that was mostly up north, for those who don't know, they had these laws called the sundown, town, uh, sundown laws in towns around the country, mostly in the north, that basically said, listen, if we find a black person here after sundown, we will lynch them. A lot of people fail to realize is whenever they didn't find a, a, a black person, they will settle for the first Latin person they see. A lot of people don't, they, a lot of people like to put that out. We were, the, we were the second ones. They were like, oh shit, we can't get a, a Negro. We might as well get a fucking spick. You know what I'm saying? We were just, uh, oh, we just settled for less. Fuck it. One is good anyway. You know what I mean? That's what, when you see those stop and frisk numbers, we're not that far off. We're not that far off. Two million point what? Two million point one or something like that? To one million point four? Come on, what? We're shy a million? Oh shit! Big whoop they do. The whole point is we still got targeted. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck out of here with that shit. We gotta stop waking up, my uh, mi gente. We gotta stop waking up. You know what I mean? We gotta really gotta stop waking up. Now, to my next topic, which I'm gonna actually just talk about briefly. You know what I'm saying? Um, in California, there was a, a shooting that occurred, believe it or not, in one of the schools. Uh, it was ba it was done by a white, not white person. No, my bad. It was done by Asian person. Apparently, my man went in, took out a revolver from his book bag, and started shooting up the people right next to him and shot himself in the face. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is, you know, very sad and all that, but something very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Now, the the the, the, the shooter, he's a 16-year-old Asian kid, right? And the day that he shot was his birthday. Usually, a lot of shooters like to commemorate their shootings on a day or whatever the case is. But something very interesting that I found doing my my research something very interesting they showed his family and they said that his father passed away in 2017 december right and his father was a white man now this again there's nothing wrong with white folks i'm not saying anything about that there's nothing wrong with white folks but this raises the question um was that white man indoctrinating him somehow on some violent path because there's pictures of this this dude you know hunting having guns when they did the the the, the search of his house he had multiple guns semi-automatic some registered some unregistered you know what i'm saying so my man had a whole army of guns you know they're not saying how the father died though but he my man had a whole army of guns and this is what i found mostly a lot of a lot of white supremacists they like to either lay up with eastern european women or asian women now a lot of people don't know a lot of asian people they have that racism you know you probably do know but there's something called uh nazi chic where asian people um wear nazi attire and and they Think it's like fashionable when they actually go out you know and do all that you know even hitler said that asian people are honorary aryans you know what i mean so that's how that's how deeply embedded asian people are to white supremacy you feel what i'm saying so is this am i saying that this white man maybe uh, it's a white supremacist that indoctrinated this Asian kid. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not gonna go out in the limb. But it could be a possibility. You don't know. You don't know. Based on this whole world, you don't know. You know, based on some of the clues, you don't know. But you know, um, like you know, my condolences go to the to the victims of this thing. Um, you know, the kid shot himself in the face and later died in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So um, he uh, he basically got whatever he got. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to the main topic of this episode, 
which is what is white genocide now some of you guys might be thinking what the hell white genocide what the fuck is that some of you might not be thinking that because y'all know exactly what it is it's a myth all right it's a myth that white supremacy and white supremacists like to push out that white people are being targeted white people are being the victims of this so-called invasion if you really look down what white genocide is people like to say like to put um integration is white genocide now that's something very interesting integration is white genocide so what is white genocide in a lot of words basically is the fear of race mixing and in other words if you peel back the layers a lot more it's basically the fear of white genetic annihilation the fear that white people their race will die out now why would they fear some shit like that why would they fear about uh, their race just dying off you know what i'm saying why would they fear something like that now a lot of deep rooted mental things have to come about when somebody believes these certain you know things right now Frances Cress Wilson, she wrote the ISIS papers, right? She basically broke this down and she'd be talking about this shit for 40 years. White genetic survival, it basically boils down to white people wanting to be around white people, mating with white people and having white kids, right? If the fear of a white woman and a black or Latin man were to be in a relationship and then have kids, that offspring is gonna come out non-white, regardless. See, they don't mind the Asians so much because Asians, for the most part, they're very loyal to white people. They're very loyal to white supremacy. They will uphold white supremacy a lot more than their traditional values. You know what I'm saying? But Latin and black people? No, 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 no. You can't, you can't race mix. Hell no. That's a big no, no. You know what I'm saying? That's a big no, no. Now that fear of white genetic survival and being annihilated, you know, by the lineage of putting black blood in that lineage is something horrific that these people cannot, you know, even fathom. All right. Now I got a couple of stats for you guys. For those who don't know, I put a link in the, uh, in the, in the description down below that white people are actually dying off more than they're being born believe it or not 
that's a hundred percent true this uh new york times article says fewer births than deaths amongst whites in majority of u.s states and you basically go down and you see a little graph where it says that more white people are dying off than they're being born the births are going down and the deaths are going up now you're gonna have to think about what so what okay they're being born why is that something crazy because that's something that they always want to do with black people annihilate them more make it be a negative birth rate which white people are being a negative birth rate this is you know this is mother nature talking right now white people are a negative birth rate right now that's what they wanted black people and also latin people too believe it or not they wanted latin people to be a negative birth rate but as you know us black and latin people we're fertile as fuck we are fertile as fuck let's keep it real there's a couple of latinas in the in, in in the in the community listen to this shit right now we all know that one that one latino and that one black chick that literally could look at a guy and get pregnant come on let's keep it real we are fertile as fuck why you know white folks they have to either go for fraternity, fraternity clinics do all type of tests put test two babies all up get a turkey based thing all this other crazy wild shit just to get pregnant we get we get yo latina and black women y'all get yo y'all get pregnant by just talking to a dude you you literally like the dude literally the dude will like either nut in the floor you step on it you're pregnant that's it bow i mean so with us we're further with shit with white folks not so much now this is very alarming to to white people why because once you start having a trend of negative birth rates and higher deaths that means that you could mathematically mathematically calculate when that race that particular race will be its extinct mathematically that's the reason why a lot of these white people are going up and beyond and start to identify other races of people or ethnicities of people who were in the race as white, especially here in the United States. Muslims are considered white. Middle Easterns are considered white. All Latin people are considered white so they could keep their numbers up that's why they always they're always thinking about the shit in the back of their heads this is something you we have to understand you know so that's what they do now in reality the real white people they're dying off they're dying off fast now some would say why are they dying off fast what is the implication of this shit you know what i'm saying like what is going on before I get into that, I want to give you guys. So going to this article again, going into this article again, they talk about 
all the states that a lot of white folks are dying. Like Maine, Vermont, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Florida, North and South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, Oklahoma, California, Oregon, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico. A lot of white people are dying all these other states. That's crazy. Now, in the bottom of this map, they say something very interesting. And I'm going to read a part of this, right? They said, The aging of the white population began in rural countries long before it ever took hold in the entire state. M Maine County, a bare spread patch of Eastern North Carolina, first experienced it's in the late 1970s. In recent years, deaths has exceeded births amongst its black population too. Hispanics, which is Latinos, Hispanics is, you know, also Latinos, make up less than 4% of the country's population. Now, why? Did they have to bogart black and Latin people into this whole death shit? You know what I'm saying? Why? Why did they have to? Because they want to make sure this is shit is all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, you know, black and Latin people, they're, they're all dying off too. You know what I'm saying? Like that. In reality, we're not. We, we are not. Because if that was true, they wouldn't have never made an article like this out. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't have never made an article like this out. Now. A lot of, a lot of interesting, like Washington Post made a very interesting, uh, very, very interesting, you know, piece. And basically they tried to figure out, you know, why are white folks dying off? And I'm going to let you guys listen to uh, a part of it. I'm going to cut it up. I'm not going to cut it up to fit my narrative whatsoever. Not at all. I'm going to cut it up so you guys could you know, understand it because it's going to be a lot of other information that's not, you know, relevant. So this is the, the piece right here. We begin with an alarming story about rising death rates among white adults in America. WSJ's special writer Betsy McKay joins us now to discuss. Thanks for being here, Betsy. Thanks for having me. As you point out in your piece, this trend is shocking for an economically advanced country like the United States. What is driving the uptick in deaths? Well, this is a really interesting study, and it follows on some work done uh, about a year and a half ago by the same two um, economists at Princeton, which found that mortality was rising among middle-aged Americans. So then they set out to figure out a couple of things. One, how widespread was that problem? And secondly, you know, what might be driving it? So what they found in their new paper is that um, mortality is rising not just for middle-aged Americans, but for for Americans between 25 and 64, believe is going on, is that um, the types of jobs available to um, working-class Americans have changed since the 70s. They're less stable, more minimum wage jobs, um, less opportunity for advancement. And at the same time, there are a lot of social trends, decline in marriage, 
um, more cohabitation, more, um, you know, children born out of wedlock, mm -hmm. um, more social isolation, families aren't stable. Right. And so you, talk, you touched on education and also the workforce. These deaths of despair, especially with the opioid, opioid crisis we've seen in America, uh, they believe are leading more white adults to die younger. Is that correct? That's correct. And they do point out that these trends were, um, you know, underway before the opioid epidemic took off. I mean, opioids were really introduced in the 90s, and the epidemic has kind of taken off in the 2000s, whereas changes were starting to occur, you know, before uh, before the mid-90s. But, but the opioid epidemic has definitely accelerated it. And then on top of that, you know, you have alcohol-related liver diseases, and you have suicide. Suicide and opioids are are often tied. You know, it's hard to tell sometimes whether a drug overdose was intentional or accidental. Right. Well, it's also interesting because these studies always look at race. And here the researchers found that blacks and Hispanics face many of the same income struggles as white work the white working class, yet they've experienced a decline in mortality rates. So how do you make sense of that? Yeah, well, so that's the, that's the puzzle for everyone. Um, you know, what they say is that for whites, for working-class whites, times were better earlier. So, in other words, there was an expectation, um, more of an expectation of life improving, whereas for blacks and Hispanics, you know, they've, they've been moving up, um, certainly, you know, some some parts of those populations, and there wasn't the, you know, they believe there just wasn't the expectation that with every generation you're going to live better um, than your parents. Wow. So, basically, she's basically saying that White folks were basically and adhered to white supremacy, and they were just like, "Hell, oh, we're we're good." Now that white supremacy is, you know, not kicking their ass, but everything else is because they're doing it to themselves. They're like, "Yo, what the fuck? What is going on here?" You know what I'm saying? So this this is what it is, and and look at and look at the craziness that they got addicted to opioids they got addicted to this shit and look at the benefits that they're having they're having literally they're having all types of programs opened up for them all type of institutions to help them out and these motherfuckers are still dying white people what's going on what happened i thought you guys gotta pull yourselves up from your bootstraps and do what you gotta do you know what i'm saying but I'm not saying no harsh laws for opioid use. I'm not saying no harsh laws um, for people who actually are selling opioids and bringing them to jail for 25 to life. I'm not saying that. I'm not seeing every night those opioid uh, houses getting raided. How come they're not being treated the same way? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very, very, very interesting. It's very, very interesting to me, especially. I find that shit very interesting. But the thing is, it's not only, you know, these, these, uh, you know, deaths that's being occurred by white folks by themselves, you know, that is happening. Mother Nature's kicking their ass. Check this shit out. Well, a medical mystery is being investigated in Montgomery County. It's a lung infection that has been linked to water. Health reporter Stephanie Stahl says the illness is rare, but the number of patients is growing. The unlikely victims are white, thin, 
postmenopausal women who live in affluent neighborhoods around the main line. It's frightening, I think. It's a lung infection similar to tuberculosis that's caused by a bacteria found all over in soil, the air, and mainly in water. This is in all of our water. We're all exposed to it every day when we take a shower. This is being researched very extensively right now. Mainline health pulmonologist Leah Landy does not want to cause unnecessary hysteria, emphasizing that the lung infection called non-tuberculous mycobacteria, or NTM, is very rare. She treats about 100 patients a year. Symptoms include a cough and fatigue. All of this white area... That's all infection and inflammation. A study from the American Thoracic Society and NIH in 2012 identified seven significant clusters of NTM around the country, one being the greater Philadelphia metropolitan area with significant clusters found in Montgomery County. At the end of the day, you're thinking, have you hurt yourself by drinking Waters. Karen McCarthy, who lives in nearby Westchester, was diagnosed with NTM in May. Now you have to live on antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Until next September or October. Wow. So Mother Nature's out there kicking their ass right now. That's insane. So, and, and you guys can find all the links and everything down below with all the, the, the YouTube videos and everything so you guys could, you know, see see what what see what the hell i'm talking about you know what i'm saying see what the hell i'm talking about but the thing is mother nature's kicking their ass now and they're like yo what the fuck is going on what the fuck is going on now they don't know what to do you know what i'm saying they don't know what to do so this is what white genocide really means when white supremacists talk about white genocide is because they want to have white genetic survival that's what it is it's white genetic survival they want to make sure the lineage of the white race continues now a lot of people like i just touched on a few minutes ago i said that you know white people when they when they get into panic mode they start just claiming everybody's white, you know, honorary, you know, they become honorary white and Hispanics, I'm sorry, Latinos are becoming honorary right whites because we're not speaking out. There's a few of us that are fighting back, but most of us are not, you know, we're literally going to either we get locked up in jail or we go to the hospital or a job interview or anything like that. We don't check that box of race. We leave that shit there. And these people are trained to put white regardless how dark your skin is. Now, they do that so they can boost the white people's number. Now, I, like I said again, my people, go at the bottom. You'll see everything, everything that I say. So there was this form. There's this form, right? That says, do white supremacists considered Hispanics? I'll say, I'll say Latino, right? white do they consider them white now there's this uh there's a couple of people a couple of people that you know wrote in and there was this one lady you know that wrote in and she you know she she like knew the history of this shit she says not usually his hispanic well i'll say latino latinos despite being Latino, 
still have native ancestry in them. And a pure Mexican, for example, looks like this. And they got a bunch of dark-skinned people. A Latino, on the other hand, looks like this. And they got, you know, black, white, Anglo, some, some with, you know, melanin in them. And she goes, even though these people look Caucasian, however, all of them don't look like this. And you can still tell by their eyes, chin, and accent, hair color, and, you know, the ab abnormal hair color, whatever the case is, like that blonde lady up there, how they act, walk, their taste, etc. So, for, uh, for my Hispanic, for my Latin people thinking that you could pass for white, look at all the shit that they, she's saying to look out for. Look at everything she's saying to look out for. She's saying to look out for your eyes. Now, what do you, what do they mean by that? Look at your eyes. To a white supremacist, you have to have blue or green eyes to pass. Now there's a couple of black folks that have blue and green eyes. That doesn't mean anything. She said to look at the accents and the chin. I, you guys have to remember this. White supremacists go by the notion of the master race. You have to have a very strong, profound chin, blonde hair, blue eyes, white as the driven snow skin. If you don't have that automatically, they know you're not white enough. And she goes on to basically differentiate, you know, abnormal hair color, um, you know, how they act, walk, their taste, etc. You know what I'm saying? So do white supremacists consider Latin people what a small portion of them, but whenever they think that or not, if they're not Caucasians, most of them can give a crap less. You still have native ancestry in them. And if they're like that, it's most likely they'll have hate towards you. No matter how European you look. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And she goes, you know, sometimes though Latin, uh, Latin people have a better chance of living without being mistreated as bad as some other people, you know, in the picture, blah, blah, blah. And she just goes on, you know, we still get mistreated, but look at that. These are white supremacists basically, you know, talking about, Hey, listen, this is how to differentiate a Latin person. This is how. You gotta really see them. Do they consider them white? No, no, the fuck we don't. You know, regardless how white you are, look, look at your accent, look how you walk, look at your, look what your tastes are. You know what I'm saying? We have to be real. We gotta get, uh, mi gente, we gotta get away from that shit. This is what white genocide looks like. This is what they think, and they practice this shit every single day every single day and this is something we automatically have to get a hold to and understand there's another one another one like latinos aren't racially homogenous so of course white supremacists won't consider say black from dominican republics to be white 
However, apparently some white supremacists do accept white Latin people. A Google search revealed the storefront that has a page in Spanish and Portuguese. And all, but remember, what? But look what she says. But believe, believe it or not, there are apparently non-white Latin people who have joined the alt-right hate groups. All right. The thing is, the some white people who do go into white supremacy are from Spain. Mind you, these white supremacists, they're, they're dumb. You know what I'm saying? These white supremacists, they're stupid. They, they, they think they, they're talking about, oh, uh, talk, talk English boy. Come here and talk English boy. And all this other bullshit when, you know, Spanish is another European language. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, but that's what white, basically the whole crust is white genocide is, you know, protecting the white race. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's nothing more, nothing less. You know what I'm saying? Nothing more, nothing less. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore and support your boy, man. Support your boy on cash app at dollar sign radical one word, Latino one word. You know what I'm saying? Support your boy, send your boy a dollar, five dollars, whatever, whatever you feel. You know what I'm saying? And everything that I talked about is going to be under the link down below or in the details on the podcast and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to catch you guys later.